Today we're going to be talking about the stop, drop, and roll strategy that is the first step to really developing self-discipline. Hey, I'm Betta and welcome to another episode of the Living from the Inside Out podcast, your source for three to five minute segments that help you stay motivated and focused on your success. Today we're going to be continuing the series on self-discipline, what it is, what it's not, and how you can develop it. Here's an example. You are trying to ace your exams, but your big hang-up is that you spend hours each week unnecessarily scrolling on social media, which distracts you and consumes time that you should be spent studying. You've tried stopping using willpower. You've tried blocking the apps, but nothing has worked. Not a day goes by that you don't scroll a marathon with your thumb on the screen of your phone. And you have feelings of shame and hatred towards yourself for it. That is your first problem. Step one to developing self-discipline is to de-link your personal failings from moral failings. You must accept that you cave to media overconsumption and that this doesn't necessarily make you a horrible person. We all cave indulgence in some way, shape, or form. We all have failed before to rein in our habits and impulses. This type of acceptance, though, is way more complicated than it sounds. It's not as easy as to just be like, oh, this makes me feel bad and therefore I'm not a bad person. But here's a few tips that might help you. Chances are you might not actually even realize all the ways that you judge yourself for your perceived failings. Thoughts are constantly streaming through our heads and without even realizing it, we're tacking them on as quote unquote, because I'm a failure. I'm going to read a few examples and see if maybe you can pinpoint these to certain things in your life. Example, I messed up that project because I'm a failure. My room is always messy because I'm a failure. Other people are good at this, but I'm not because I'm a failure. If you identify with any of these statements or you can apply them to any part of your life and you identify with them, first of all, you're not a failure for identifying with these statements. But you have to stop. You are not a failure and you don't deserve to be judged like this by your own brain. Here is the thing. There is a sort of sick comfort, though, that comes from these negative self-judgments, and that's because they relieve us of the responsibility of our actions. Ouch. Let me explain. If I decide that I can't give up scrolling on social media because I'm a failure, that failure identity takes away my ability to change or improve my future. The whole failure blaming phenomenon makes it seem that this is all out of my hands, and it implies that there's nothing that I can do about my cravings or my compulsions, so why should I even try? That's just the way I am. Have you ever heard anyone say that before? But once we detach our emotions from our moral judgments, once you've decided that just because you do something and it makes you feel bad and you do it anyways, like scrolling endlessly or downing an entire box of Oreos every Friday, if that's you, I don't judge you, don't worry. It doesn't mean we are bad. This opens up some new perspectives. Here's a recap. Just because you gave into an impulse or a bad habit doesn't make you a bad person or a failure. Easy, right? Think of it. Emotions are just internal behavioral mechanisms that can be manipulated like anything else. Here's another example. Just like putting your floss next to your toothbrush reminds you to floss every morning, feeling badly because you relapsed on the cookies and cream can simply be a reminder to address an underlying issue. If you have a compulsion that is negatively affecting you, making you feel like a failure, like endlessly scrolling, biting your nails, or ending each night with four Twinkies, 
Chances are, this compulsion is a cover-up trying to numb or hide an underlying emotion. Examples: If you compulsively scroll on social media, maybe you are lacking real social connection. If you bite your nails, maybe you need to keep your hands busy or find yourself bored. If you eat the Twinkies a little too much and a little too often, maybe the bodily comfort and satisfaction you get from them is a way you're trying to hide from what you need to do or feel. Whatever your bad habit or compulsion is, remember that I'm not trying to break you down like in a therapy session here. I'm just passing on important info that's important to develop discipline. You can implement this stop, drop, and roll strategy. One, stop. Find it. Two, address it. Three, appreciate it. Find it, address it, appreciate it. Find that part of yourself that these compulsions may be hiding or trying to cover up and confront it. Head on, allowing yourself to deeply feel all of the uncomfortable and icky emotions that come with it. And I guarantee there are some there because if not, there would be nothing to cover up. Then the next step is to appreciate it. And that is the difficult part. You have to appreciate that this is a part of you, your present self, and that's okay. You will work with this rather than against it. Once you've done that, found it, addressed it, and appreciated it, that's when the magic happens. When you stop feeling awful about yourself, two things happen. There's nothing to numb anymore, and therefore that endless scrolling or tubs of ice cream seem pointless. You have become aware. And the second thing is, you see no reason to punish yourself. Instead, you like yourself. So you want to take care of yourself. And most importantly, it feels good to take care of yourself. A little bit of appreciation goes a long way. To our example, compulsive social media checking doesn't feel good anymore and instead kind of boring. While studying no longer feels like this impossible task that you'll never be up for and instead replenishes you and enhances you and you know it's getting you towards your goal of getting better grades. Once those good feelings start showing up, it starts to feel effortless. Do you see what happened here? Instead of using willpower to not do the thing that made you feel good, you made not doing the thing feel better than actually doing it. In normal words, instead of using willpower to not check social media, you made doing other things feel better. It won't be comfortable in the beginning, so use positive reinforcement. Reward yourself for doing the correct behaviors and make them more pleasant. Research shows that this is actually how new habits are formed. You do the desired behavior and then reward yourself for it. I apologize that this episode went on a little bit long, but as you can see, this is a really important concept that I could not split up into two. Your homework for today is to identify a little compulsion that might be hiding something deeper. We all have them, and I'm sure you have something too. Might not be endlessly scrolling on social media, but it might be doing something else. Whatever it is, identify it, find it, address it, and appreciate it. And that is the first step to really developing discipline. I'll see you in another episode where you'll have step two to really get you on your path to developing that discipline that we all aspire to. Bye for now. I'll see you in another episode. Have a good one.